Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four, a life coach, and a lover of people, triathlons, and watermelons. I'm here to help you manage your brain around health, wellness, and intimacy. I also want to help you find your greatness beyond your comfort zone. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's so fun to be here, and this is episode number five controlling the controllable. And as every week, I'm excited to be here and be sharing my thoughts with you. And it always makes me feel good when I hear back from you on ways that this podcast is inspiring you. I've heard from people saying that it helps them them with their yoga. It helps them when they want to go out and um, with their exercising or just to try harder in their life. It makes them think about things. I've had someone say that it helped their son who is trying to play tennis at BYU. It helps them with that. Someone said that it helps them with their schoolwork. <laughs> so whatever it is, I'm so grateful because that's the reason why I want to do this is to help inspire others. And whatever journey you're at in your life or whatever path you're on, um, I want I, I would love it if it inspired you. So thank you so much for reaching out and telling me that. And also thank you for all of you that have left reviews. That really helps this podcast get known and people can find it better this way. So thank you. And I will share um, a review and it's called Love This. Love this podcast. Everything is so applicable to everyday life. Cammie has a love for life that is contagious, but also realistic. She recognizes that life will have ups and downs, but those ups and downs don't have to control our lives. She offers tools to help you receive the end result you are looking for and not let your circumstances control your life. Highly recommended. And this is from MBM, Five Girl Mama. So thank you for that. And the biggest reason I love getting reviews is because it helps me feel like we're connected and that even if it's through a screen or however we're connecting, I still feel like that's a fun way in the world for us to connect and let our thoughts be known to each other. So thank you. And this weekend is a really special weekend for me and a weekend when we're really talking about controlling the controllable that I've really had to focus on my thoughts and really realizing that it's just really, I only get to control the circumstances that I have around. Like I only get to control my thoughts. I don't get to control the circumstances. And so this weekend, well, tomorrow would actually be Ironman St. George. And I signed up for this almost like 51 weeks ago. So right after Ironman St. George, 70.3, that's what it was last year, um, got done. I signed up for it. Now it's a full. So a full is, um, Ironman St. George 140.6 or that means that tomorrow I would have been doing 2.4 mile swim 112 mile bike and then a marathon so 26.2 at the end would have been the day of tomorrow so today I would have just been getting ready for the race and we would have been in St. George and all these fun things but since we all know that we have a virus going around they've they've canceled or postponed all the races and so I mean this isn't the this is not as like the worst thing that can happen, but it still really affected me because up until six weeks ago, I was still training for this race and in hopes that it would happen. And in the back of my mind, I was hoping that I could somehow have enough positive energy or somehow still control that we would still get to do this race. But that was before I knew everything that was happening. And now as I see it unfold, I see that it it could not have happened. So anyways, but I just had to like, realize and watch my thoughts around it because I had trained up pretty 
pretty hard for it, and I was in hopes that it would be a great race. And then all that had to sh- that all the like my thoughts had to switch, and I had to be flexible and start thinking of a new plan, a new a new thing that I was going to do with the fact that I didn't get to do this race in May. And I had all these different thoughts. And the neat thing is, is that they postponed it, which I'm grateful for, and they postponed it for September 19th, which after I kind of like sorted through my thoughts, I did a thought download, I'm like, okay, this thought will be helpful for me, and it will help me be more focused, and it will help me see that that everything happens for a reason, and it was supposed to happen that way. And so um, September 19th, the next day, September 20th, will be one year since my mom passed, and we had planned for tomorrow when everyone was going to be there, we had, I had a lot of siblings coming. My dad was coming. A lot of my husband's family was coming. And a lot of my friends were coming. So it, I'm hoping in September they'll all come again. But I think it will be really neat to celebrate the, within one whole year since my mom's passed all the things that we've learned and all the th- all the ways we've grown and the way she's been present in our life, even though she's in heaven. And also that we get to be together and we'll be able to embrace each other and just be able to hopefully just you know, glory, the fact that we are all still trying to do our best, um, even though she's gone. So hopefully that will happen. I mean, that seems weird right now to start thinking that so many people could come together. But again, I don't get to control that. So is what I chose is that I'm just going to do the best I can. And I met with my coach and we revamped our plan. We set some new goals and new, some new things to focus on. And that's the best that I can do as far as the race goes now. And even though, right, I, I will, will tell you the truth. It has been a little bit harder to stay focused in knowing if I'm really going to race this year or not. But even if I don't, like I still want to work on my fitness. I want to be strong and I still got to do the best I can because I don't know if it's going to happen. And that's what I can control is still showing up, doing the best that I can. Still, like my coach is still helping me, and we're, we're working through things. The same with us in our lives. If if you have a life coach, or if you have someone like that, they can still help you during this time, even though it's revamping the plan a bit. But you're still there supporting. They're still there supporting you. Or if you're just coaching yourself, you're just still there supporting you and doing the best you can with your circumstances. So, um, speaking of my family, that would all been in the race. We would have all been together today, which is kind of a bummer. But again, that's the way life goes, and I don't get to control the circumstances. The good thing is I get to control a lot of other things, and that starts with my thoughts, and I get to make a choice about my thoughts. And um, the one cool thing is I thought I'd reach out to a family member and ask them how they handle controlling the controllable during a lot of things that has happened in his life. And you'll you'll start noticing through these podcasts that my family is so important to me, and I I think I've mentioned this before, but I grew up with six brothers, an older brother, and then five younger brothers, and then I have one baby sister. And then I have my mom and dad. And I would say that they are like the one of my biggest gems in my life. They are so they mean so much to me. And all the goodness that's come from my life started from when I was younger, when I learned all these lessons from them. And um, my mom and dad were just, they were, they just wanted to love us. They wanted us to see us succeed. And even though we had hard times, good times and bad times, we always just tried to stay focused on helping each other succeed. And all my siblings have have lived an extraordinary life. And so uh, someday maybe I'll be able to interview each of them. (laughs) You get to know them all because your life will be blessed just by knowing them. But I'm just, I just chose one to talk about today. And then, um, because it will help under, it will help us explain how he controls the controllable. And he is my brother. He's my fourth brother. And he also 
one year ago today, did Ironman St. George with me 70.3, which was awesome. We got to race together and um, it was the first big race my mom's ever seen me do. And unfortunately, the last big race she ever saw me do. But it was so special for so many reasons. And I do hope we get to celebrate again, going and doing that race again. But it will always hold a special place in my heart because um, I just I just saw in her eyes how she encouraged me. And it was so fun to be with my brother and they're racing together and doing something that we love. So I reached out to him and just a little background on him. He, um, he lives in Texas and he has, well, as of now, he has five children. As of two and a half months ago, he had three children and he is an orthodontist and he loves to race as well. Like I mentioned, he has triathlons and he is a, a phenomenal runner. And so you'll hear in his story how his races have been canceled as well. And you'll, you'll hear what, how he is approached this new, this new way of having to change our, our mindset about the circumstances that we're all facing right now. So I reached out to him and I'm going to read most of what he said and then we'll kind of break it down into a few things as, as we talk about what we can control. And so I will just start with um, how he starts out. In life, there are two kinds of things that can happen to us. Things that happen to us because of our actions and things that happen to us regardless of our actions. In both instances, we can control how we react and even use past experiences to be proactive. In other words, we as individuals have the power to control certain things, but there are also things that we cannot control. What really helped me understand this concept in my past racing and training experiences? As you prepare for a race, you and possibly a coach or a trainer will put together a training plan. You will decide how much time you, you will dedicate to training, what kind of workouts, and training blocks you will do, the intensity of your workout, what you will do for your nutrition, and how you will recover, and the list goes on and on. They, these are the things that you, as an athlete, can control. The purpose is to be as prepared as you can possibly be to have the best race possible when it comes to race day. It is also critical to have a plan A, B, and C, because most of the time, a race will not go as exactly as planned it out in our mind. So part of the process is being flexible and being able to adapt quickly when things don't go as planned. There are things that happen during training and during racing that will be out of our control. The same thing goes for each of our lives. For example, our current situation with the pandemic, COVID-19. No one foresaw this coming. This was something that hit quite rapidly and shut down our whole country. Businesses closed, stock markets crashed, all sports shut down, races canceled, etc., this has been devastating for so many, especially those who have suffered illness from the virus and lost loved ones. My heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to all those on the front line that are risking their lives to save others. The way it has affected our family is that I have had to close down my orthodontic practice for nearly six weeks now, which has been a difficult thing for me to do when I know I have patients that need to be seen and treated. I've had to lay off most of my employees temporary, temporarily because of the shutdown. It also affected me that in, in the race that I had prepared for, for from last year was rescheduled to September, which is the Boston Marathon. This was also a hard pill to swallow because of the amount of high intensity and volume training I had done up to this point. But even with all the frustration and negative things that, that the pandemic has caused, there are still things that we can control. I still control my attitude and stay optimistic about the future. I can control how I adjust and I adapt to a new training plan. With a rescheduled race date, I can control the kind of father I want to be to my kids, what kind of husband I want to be to my wife, 
and what kind of friend I want to be to those around me. So just breaking this down a little bit, he has learned that with his racing, he has different race things he has to do with his coach and he has to set up his intensity and he has to set up how he does his food and all these things he can control. But then when it comes to the day of the race, you have you start with plan A and then he gets to B, C, D, F. Sometimes it goes really far down the list. But you have to come with, with everything that you can, being prepared. And then you have to be flexible when things go as not planned. Like I've talked about before, the weather or different athletes or different things like that. You don't get to control other people or you don't get to control the circumstances that are around us. So you have to be flexible. And then as he goes on to say that this is what's happened to all of us, that we've all had to learn to be flexible and get to plan A, B, C, F. Z with how COVID affected us so quickly and so rapidly and it affected people in all different ways and and people interpret it in all different ways because it affected them differently. But again, people could choose that we we didn't get to choose that the virus came here, but we can choose what we want to do with that, how we want to control and we get to control um, our thoughts and our feelings and then how the actions lead and then that'll give us a result. So that, that's what's important that Daniel's saying here and that he was saying that once he realized with his office and how hard this was for his employees and the patients that he can't see, he said the thing that he realized he could do was control his attitude. He could work on adapting a new race plan and he could work on being kind to his children, being kind to his wife and showing up and being best that he could. The same as a race, you show up the best you can and then everything else that follows you have to just be flexible in that. And that's the same with, with COVID. He did the best he could. He figured out some plans and plans in place with his op, with his work. He figured out some things at home. And then he led with the best that he could with the best attitude. And here's another thing that happened to him. Another thing that happened to us recently was the birth of two individual twin girls. We now have five kids, which is something we would have never imagined. In fact, after having three kids, my wife and I went back and forth for a couple of years on whether or not we wanted one more child. We even considered adoption because of how painful and traumatic all three pregnancies had been for my wife. We seemed to be in a good routine and had things pretty well figured out with three kids, but deep down inside, we still felt there was something more out there for our family. And just FYI, when we were together last year at this time, one year ago, they were telling us they were filling out adoption papers. So that's interesting as of now because (laughs) things change quickly for them and now they have two more kids. So finally, after much prayer and thought, we decided to try for one more. We found out she was pregnant within the first month. At my wife's first ultrasound, we were informed that she would be having twins. (laughs) Something we could have never imagined or expected. We were shocked. In fact, I think I am still shocked. But we would not have had it any other way. Are the days and nights long? Yes. In fact, I'm not sure that I've ever been this tired. It's one of the hardest things we've ever faced up until this point. But with lots of prayers and help from so many around us, we are making it through this stage of life. And we are enjoying the tender moments with our five kids under the age of eight. I am far from being the perfect father, and my patience runs thin far too often, but I am striving to be the best father and and husband I can be given the situation we are in today. I believe that we we can live much happier and fuller lives if we focus on controlling those things that we can control and worry less about those things that we cannot control. And then when something doesn't go as we planned, which happens frequently, we are able to adapt and adjust quickly and make the best out of every situation. So I'm so grateful that he's, he 
I asked him to do this for me. And within like one hour, he wrote this beautiful thing up about his life and how, how he le- he's learning from these different lessons that how to control the controllable. And especially with having, they thought they would adopt one child possibly, and they didn't know how long the adoption would take, to finding out they decided to try to have a baby within the first month. And then they found out they were having twins. And I remember <laughs> the day they told us they were having twins. We like thought it was a joke because we're like, there's no way. But as life unfolds, they have two beautiful baby girls, and they had to stay in the hospital for, I want to say six weeks. I, don't quote me on that. Maybe it was five weeks. but So that was another thing they had to work on, and they had, that was something, a hard time they had to work on, figuring out how to manage the two the twins, and then they had three kids at home, and I know uh, my sister-in-law's parents came, which was great, which was nice, but that's still a lot of juggling, and it probably was a very... A very mindful time when they had to be conscious of how they reacted to things or how they handled things because a lot of that that time was probably seemed like it could have gotten to where it was uncontrollable. But if they realized they can, like my brother and my sister-in-law could control how they saw things, they could control their attitude. And they, I'm guessing, still have to be very flexible with five kids under the age of eight. So he has learned this lesson and I'm sure he's going to continue to learn this lesson. But I think that it's amazing how he talks about that is so important for us to have patience and um, patience and love. And I mean, he is honestly one of the, like the most patient fathers I've seen and husband. He's a lot like my dad, a very patient, loving, just a wonderful leader and always just wanting to serve. That's how he leads. But but he's saying that sometimes his patience does run thin and that that is very normal for us. And I just, for all of us to remember that during this time that give ourselves a little compassion and love then when we do get frustrated and realizing that um, that that could possibly happen. But if we can stop and check our thoughts and, and kind of see where it's leading us to and we stop and have patience with ourselves and compassion with ourselves, then that will that will trickle down to our kids and it will probably be that we understand them a little bit more that we're in a, a harder situation than normal. And so I just I think it's awesome and I think it's as Daniel goes on to say I believe that we will live much happier and fuller lives if we focus on controlling those things that we can control. And I think that's so true that if we focus on that, because it's always a choice, like not the circumstance, but everything that follows after our, after the circumstance happens. And then our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and results all are a choice for us. And we get to choose what we want to focus on and how we want to handle that. And in times when it's a little more uncertain, like possibly like where it is right now, we have to be more mindful. And um, it's almost like we need to have more reminders of how to be focused. Good thing my mom was always mindful of how I was doing. And luckily she had sent me a, a little plate, a decorative plate, a small decorative plate that had a bicycle in the middle. And then it was circled written around like a plate, the the circular form of a plate. And it said, life is like riding a bike to keep your balance, always look forward and just keep moving. And that was really important to me at the time because I remember I got that in February and I put it in my kitchen and I had posted on Instagram, like how this is my new motto that I was going to, I was going to apply. I was going to keep this in mind. And then it was February 15th. So the day after Valentine's day. And I remember (laughs) sitting in my closet crying and I wasn't taking this to heart. I wasn't taking that advice to heart. I was not pedaling at the time because I didn't, I want to stop and just sit and cry. I was really sad. (laughs) I also wasn't looking forward. I was, my eyes were shut because I was crying and I was 
wishing the circumstances in my life were different. I was wanting to control the circumstances as far as um, with my husband's schooling and um, and just the fact that it was Sunday. And Sundays are always a harder day for me, or at least they were then, because I'd like to control a situation and me and my husband's, um, our beliefs, our faith beliefs are different. And so Sundays when I hadn't worked through all those things and I can try to control him were really a harder day for me. And I think possibly he might have forgotten Valentine's Day because he'd been working so much. And so it was just like I was not taking control of my own emotions and I was wanting someone else to help take care of him. And I was playing in all the things that were hard in our marriage. And I was and I knew that our I knew that we were getting close to graduating because we only had a few more months. But I was just like, I don't know if we can do this. And I was leaving my own like bicycle and trying to steer someone else's bicycle, so to speak. <laughs> that wasn't working. I needed to get back to steering my own bicycle, looking forward, moving forward and keeping my eyes forward and focused and doing what I just what I could do to get us through to where he was my husband was graduating. And after some long talks and probably my mom was helping me out and I was having to see that there was things that I could do and not just control others. Um, and I just, I was like, okay, we got this. And I just think it had been piled up of all the years because my husband did medical school. Then he did his military training. Then he did his flight training and then he did as a flight surgeon and then we are residency. So just all these years had piled up, piled up, piled up. And I think I was just so tired. And you know how I, I said when you're like when I get close to the end of the race, the 26, the point two seems really long. Well, this seemed really long. And I was like, I think when we get tired as well and we don't have as, as much energy, then we want to um, not control ourselves. We want to try to control others or the situation and we don't stay, um, we don't become as flexible and we don't become as flexible. We just kind of want to stop. So we want to stop pedaling, so to speak, on that bike. Like I, like I said, if you keep pedaling a bike and we want to just not look forward anymore because we're kind of just tired and we want someone else to do it. So those are that was important for me, and I'm glad my mom sent me that because that was my motto. And even though I did have, <laughs> it's easy to get into old patterns. I did go back to an old pattern, but um, luckily somewhere it was rooted deep down inside me to know that like I have to be in charge of my own actions, and that my husband get my husband's always good at just kind of taking care of his own emotions. But I know he <laughs> struggles, and he's really good to be patient. But it's I think it's just important for us to remember that we're all going to have situations where when it gets harder, we just need more, like I said earlier, we just need more reminders and we just need to continue to look forward and keep the focus and that we need to make sure that we're moving and not stopping because that happened when we get stuck, we don't become flexible anymore. We need to make sure we're flexible and we need to watch when I was sitting crying <laughs> the day after Valentine's day, I wasn't working on my attitude very well. I was, didn't have a very good attitude and I wasn't being, I wasn't showing up and being the best that I could. I wasn't loving myself. So in turn that I could show up and be with a good attitude, a bit better wife and a better um, mom and a better friend. And so I had to learn to love myself and learn to have more compassion on myself so that I could do that, support my husband to, to get him to get us to the finish line of his graduation, help my kids. And at the same time, I was training for my Ironman. So I had to have enough strength and I had to be able to figure, figure out enough how to like figure out who I was so that I could show up and do everything that I needed to without having to rely on someone else to, to get me to do that. So that was a good lesson learned. And I, I feel like it's a work in progress because I know sometimes I still think it'd be nice to maybe control others a little here and there. And then I realized that just gets them frustrated because 
it's hard for them to meet our expectations. And then at the end of the day, it gets us frustrated because we realize we can't control them. And then that just makes us frustrated. So that never works out. So it's just important to remember that as long as we're trying our best to control what we can control, then it will work, we'll see more success and we'll be able to see the results we really want. So just to summarize, it's just working on um, being flexible with whatever our plan is because our, fl- our plan could change and we still have to move forward when our plans change. But again, if we are just controlling what we can control, we can still keep moving forward with a plan B, C, D, we're down to J or wherever we're at on our plans. And then we work on our attitude. So working on our attitude to make sure we can check it and say, is this really, is this, am I in the right direction with my attitude? And then also we need to show up with patience and love. And when we have setbacks, like I shared, I had a setback. We just have to kind of like refocus, reset, show ourselves love, and then get to a place where we can come with love and patience in our heart for those around us. And it will make it easier to be able to just stay in the things that we can control. So to summarize it, it would be eyes forward, mind focused, heart ready, and then we're ready to face the world. We're ready to control what's controllable, and then everything else we can just let that happen, and we can find so much more comfort in that, even though when we're in it and we're trying to change old patterns of just controlling the control, but that might be discomforting at first but once we can work through that and we can start seeing how we can change this old pattern of our thoughts that like our attitude thoughts or these different things or when we um want to stop pedaling and kind of be stuck and feel sad for ourselves and wish we could change the circumstances all those thoughts when we actually really can figure out how to change those and even though that part is discomforting when we figure out how to change those and realize we can just control the only thing we can control is us then we start finding comfort and and knowing that okay we we can do this and then we we don't have to be so worried about the circumstances around us so i love that so just remember eyes forward mind focus heart ready and then we're ready to take on whatever we have in front of our day So I just want to let you all know that I'm so glad you were here. And if you would like to reach out to me, um, you can always pop on my website. I do have a newsletter, a very small newsletter that came out, and it's called Thoughts and Tips on Thursday. So you can um, subscribe to that. And my tip for last week was a yummy avocado cucumber salad. So I'll have different tips every Thursday, and you are welcome to just pop over and give me your email and you can, I can start sending you a little newsletter. And also I'm, you can reach out to me on either Instagram or Facebook on Kemi Banks coaching. And I would love to hear any questions you have about coaching, any thoughts you have or anything you're learning from this um, podcast or some inspiration. And I'd love to share it. And also just gives me motivation. And it puts a little fuel, fuel, fuels me to keep going. And I appreciate all your support and I hope you guys all Have a good week. I hope you can choose and make the checklist in your head to be like, what can I control? And then once you see if you're not really doing it and you feel a little bit stuck, question it and say, hmm, do I want to do this? If not, change it and start just controlling what you can control. And it'll be a great way to find more happiness in your life and to find the greatness that lies within us all. And until then, I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.